Hey everybody, Kurt here. I'm doing a little bit of an intro before this episode. Why am I doing that? Because this is an episode I forgot to kind of squeeze in between episode 2 and episode 3. I'm calling it episode 2.5. It's basically when Selenar tries to use the wraps and he kind of figures tries to figure out what he's going to do with it and uh it's just kind of how, him going through it like I did the thing where like uh Cravoy actually did it and failed but I forgot to I forgot the whole chunk where Selenar is actually trying this out too and he succeeds so this is the whole episode is actually quite a big chunk of what happens there. I didn't want to leave it out, so everyone's just going, why didn't, how did we figure out that Selenar could attune to these wraps? So I thought I would just include it. So I'm sorry for leaving it out. Hopefully this will be a kind of a cool one to listen to. I know it's kind of out of order. I could put it way before. I could put it in between episode two and three, but I'm going to uh, release it now just so everyone has something to listen to to figure out how Selenar was able to figure out the rap. So hopefully you enjoy it. I'm sorry for that. Hopefully this will never happen again and we'll be able to continue with our regular episodes of The Long Trip Home. So again, thanks for listening and enjoy. So Martin and Selenar have this exchange of devilish smiles as they talk to each other about uh, Martin thinks he has something to tr- to teach the old dog some new tricks, and Selenar is like, "I don't have you know, get off my yard, you stupid young punk." And Martin uh, invites you to come up to the deck of the ship. Both of us, or just both of us? Okay, yeah. yeah. Have we rested, by the way? Well, you guys rested the night before, remember? Okay, and you woke up to that awesome dinner, or that awesome breakfast, I'm sorry. And, yeah, so you have, you've had your full, you've gotten some, re- some well, uh, some good rest. Let's just say that you both are, are Selenar, you know, doesn't really, you know, rest. He more meditates, but uh, Selenar actually feels like he actually got like some actual like god honest to god human rest because he doesn't remember what happened the night before (laughs) but also it probably helps of all the spirits you guys had that night too so um martin uh let you whatever sleep in whatever you would call it or whatever in a D &D sense and so you're up on the ship it's uh let's just say it's like i don't know if you're talking about like just regular time, maybe like 11 AM, just like, it's not super early, but it's not super late either. And Martin invites you to the top of the deck where his wrapped, trying to think of something to <laughs> his sh- crewmen, I should say, I was going to say cronies, people. but I was like, that sounds, that sounds, <laughs> that sounds kind of dumb. So I don't want to call it that. They're a uh, ship crew of 
mysteriously wrapped people that you've actually kind of talked to a little bit. And Martine nods to the both of you and then looks behind him and nods to one of or nods to the the crewman and one in particular the wrapping starts to unravel itself off of what you get to see as tandem's head and it kind of clumps into a pile of like strips in his hands and he proceeds to take them up to Martine and put them in into his arms and you well, uh, let's just, just because I love, we haven't done a lot of perception rolls lately. Let's roll a perception really quick. Is that everyone? Me? Yep. You and Selenar. 10. Okay. Sun's in my eyes a little bit. He's got his <laughs> hand up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. I see what's happening. Well, that's just an eight. So, okay. Well, no, thank you. Yeah. So we're going to say that Kervoy, yeah, he just like, the bird over there. <laughs> yeah, the sun, sun's kind of in his eyes, and yeah, he's distracted by bird. It's flying. <laughs> the majestic wings <laughs> we'll of the pelican. Beautiful. Look at how beautiful it is. <laughs> but uh, Selenar, you realize that, or you see that Martine whispers something to the raps itself, and it turns into basically kind of a headpiece kind of the headpiece that you would see that they're wearing, even though when they're wrapped, it looks like everything is kind of congealed together, you know, one cohesive unit. And it looks like the, you know, like the headpiece of one of them. And it's got that symbol with the, with the fist and the fist hole in the Raven's uh, feather or whatever. And uh, he moves over to just between both of you and says, who would like to go first? Oh, actually, I should say it in his accent. Who would like to go first? No one ever actually explained what this is. Yeah, what is it? What Are, are we dead now? Are Mummy you... crew? <laughs> uh, Martin says, are you talking about, about the raps? Are you talking about the significance of the symbol in the middle of this piece? What are you f- referring to? The wraps themselves. Uh, is it some form of magic? Is it uh, possessed? What, what, are, what are we endeavoring to undertake? Martin kind of softens, softens their look a little bit and says to you, yes, you are correct in that the, that what is, it, what is working here is magic. And it is for, <clears throat> to most people, this is a, a dark magic. But as you can see with, with me and my crew, I have also used these wraps. I don't use them at the moment because my compatriots have what is available to us. But they are made of a, a uh, necrotic magic, which... A lot of people are can be very scared of, and for a lot of people, their wariness and untrustfulness will come of the fact that they think that necrotic uh, magic can be evil. But I assure you that this 
magic is bent to our will and it will be on my word and the word of my crewmen be saved to you. And you see that he nods his head kind of like in a, you know, knowing nod in a certain way. And the, his compatriots behind him do the same thing. It's almost like a shared, like this, this is the truth kind of nod that they obviously the use. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I am going to make an insight check. Okay. Uh, 16. Okay. What are you trying to insight on? I'm just trying to read like, so we got a pretty good read on him after the first day that he was, you know, meant what he said and, and whatever, but like, just trying to read into like, Hey, you know, like it's, you know, some people say it's evil, but you know, it's, we use it. It's okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. You, that sort of. Check yeah. Out? Well, you can tell, you can tell that Martine is very confident in what he says when he's saying it, but with that high role, I will also tell you that I, that he knows that, you know, obviously when you're listening to him speak, like, you know, that he's already ready for you to reject it. Because a lot of people just see things one way. And so he's trying to take a lighter stance on it than instead of just going, well, this is how we do, this is what we think. And this is, you know, you could trust us. You know, he's trying to be like, you know, if you decide not to do it, I'm not going to force you, but I'm trying to tell you that everything is, in my opinion, safe. Can I also, I'm not good at Arcana, but. Can I make an arcana check to get some sense of like do the raps feel evil? Well, for that to happen, you'd have to actually take it. Hmm. So it it's going to be hard for you to know, you know, especially Without if you don't. Yeah, it. especially if you don't have a high arcana. Like some people with a high arcana could probably sense, hmm. but for you, you wouldn't be able to. So you would have to at least grab it in your hands and then you'd be able to make that check i can throw a divine sense out there on that and find out if it's good or evil okay if you want to go right on i think you would do that if they, if they stick, wait hold on are they being offered to me too or, it's, or no it's to either of you he okay. says who wants to go first oh gotcha gotcha okay i'm gonna pop off a divine sense sure um and uh it's good and evil that's i'm trying to find out what what are we being offered here okay so you okay so let's just say we have a measurement of what's good and what's bad and we go from one to a hundred it's right dead in the center um with your divine sense i'm going to give you a little bit more just because i don't want to just give you that just be like (laughs) do with what you will you know (laughs) that kind of thing so let's just let's just say when you kind of you kind of use your divine sense and you kind of stare into it you realize that this magic that Martin and these um, and his compatriots are using, it's something that uh, normally probably would turn anyone with any kind of good alignment down a sharper path. But just by looking at what's, you know, sensing what you've seen, you've realized that these beings have found a way for it to talk to them and be what they want it to be. So 
it's not unsafe, but it's not particularly safe too. It's really it's kind of again with the fifty fifty. Yeah, exactly. But you can tell. Yeah, you can tell that they've tailored it to what they want to do for them. And from what you've seen, you haven't seen anything to make you judge it like wrongfully. Like you could say, like, well, obviously they're not. They're using this to do something sinister. So like they've they've found you basically out of nowhere, you know, on the water. Martine knows of you, but from what you can tell, what you can can glean from his compatriots, like they talk to you, like they know secondhand what, who, you know, what you're about from Martine. And they haven't done anything to prove to you that if they're going to do something to you or, you know, try to manipulate you that they would have, they would have probably tried to do that already, and they have not. Would it be safe to say that it, it is what you, or would it be okay to to, to say that like uh, it is what you make of it, but you can't be sort of complacent with it. So like if you're not really pink, if you're not really aware of yourself, it'll take you in a direction, but you you have you kind of have to have your hand on the wheel. Yep, I okay. I think that's right. a I think that's a great assessment. I mean, obviously, okay. if you're on a if you're on a on a ship that's traveling far reaches, for the most part, you know, I I don't I don't sail, I don't, you know, I don't know a lot, but like a lot of times you watch movies and like maybe you've you know been to the ocean or you've been to the sea, you've seen if someone's on a boat, they have a, especially a decent sized boat, like this is a big boat that you're on. You're gonna have a lot of crewmen that have to do this and that, and you know you know that kind of thing they only have four crewmen and a captain obviously they are doing a lot with what they have so my guess is with you know with when you're watching the raps them use the raps to kind of batten down the hatches and you know get the sail up and blah 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 like they're using that to their that the potential that they needed to be so yeah like you said it's like it's almost like a muscle memory thing where it's like, okay, we we have to keep this, you know, going on a consistent basis. Or it, you know, it could, it could possibly come back to bite us. So, uh, so Travoy would put a hand out on on Selenar's shoulder. As, let, let me, let me, my friend. Uh, you, you, I'll show. I will show you. You will see what happens. You know what? I'm just gonna do it, and you can see what happens. Yep. And he steps forward, and he just waits for whatever happens next. Okay, so before before you do that, I want you to roll. I want you to roll a dexterity check. <laughs> Sweet, <laughs> uh, seven. Oh, hey, we're starting off great, everyone. Beautiful, we're doing awesome. Switching out d twenties already. Let's do it. All right, so take so Cra- take me. <laughs> no, so Cravoy, you go to Pat. Selenar on the back to tell him everything will be okay and your hand slips and you just touch your thumb to Selenar's neck. No! (laughs) (laughs) Selenar, John, I want you to tell me a story about when you've lost someone. Your boy's going to need a goddamn therapist. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, oh, you, so, well, let, let's just say this. When someone has died, regardless as if it's someone that you love, someone that you've defeated, I'll let you make that choice. Well, so I feel like, well, if it, so if it's died specifically, it takes Morgan out of the out of the equation, and I, I think Saruman would be the go-to, but I but I feel like that's too cheap. So I, I think it should be like maybe from his adventuring days. So when he touches Selenar's neck, he gets the the impression, or or then like sort of, you know, like I guess sort of goes black. And then it's like, poof, and he's like standing in this dungeon. And it's it's kind of quiet. And, you know, Cravoy sort of walking down. And then, you know, here's like the sword fighting and the, you know, sounds of battle and screaming and whatever. And he's like a goblin comes flying out, like lands in front of him or whatever. And then he steps over and gets a little bit farther along. And then there's Selenar along with four other adventurers there's a guy in black leather with a short sword there's a guy with a bow you know looks like the rangery type like there's twigs in his hair and like he's like all the green and shit there's a uh, woman in robes and female dwarf with plate mail and they're just they're having a go like it's it's a rough ride there's stuff coming from all angles there's hobgoblins and goblins and like all these crazy things are going around and and the the guy in uh black leather you know sort of like ducks under and he's got it you know like a, like a chest underneath his his arm and he's like you know trying to fight it off you know four or five goblins you know selling our ranges over tries to, to, you know, spring him, you know, as it looks like they're trying to, like, pull away and, like, kind of get out of this this area and from, like, a side cavern you see this big hulking form come down and just like, wow, smash the guy, like, right on the fucking head and Zelenar screams, it's like, no! And then it just sort of, like, you know, the camera sort of spins and, you know, it's just like you know, it's like a Helm's Deep thing where there's just like shit all over and arrows fly and then a brazier falls over and there's fire and it, you know, it's, it's like one of the first times that Zelda had been out, you know, with an adventuring party. Didn't, you know, they'd been out on like a couple of times and they delved a little bit deeper than they had, they didn't delve deeper than they had intended, but there was more than what they thought and it was the first time that he had lost someone he'd been adventuring with and uh, it, it hit him pretty hard because like we're adventurers like we're supposed to kill monsters it doesn't you're not supposed to get killed like it doesn't work that way <laughs> you could die doing this <laughs> <laughs> this sucks wait a minute anymore. <laughs> it's not what I signed up for <laughs> poor boy probably like wakes up on his back and it, it is covered in sweat and his eyes pop open, and it's just, oh, oh no, not again! Yeah, <laughs> what did you see? Oh man, I saw it all. Wow, your buddy there getting got smashed, smashed. I don't think <sighs> I know that story. 
but I think I saw something. You so you one of your friends got smashed. Yeah, yes. Is that a thing? Because now it's all up in here. It's all up in here now. I, I, so I'm just going to file it away and just push it all down. Just going to push it. Ugh. I'm getting better at pushing it. It's all up here now. Now it's back. It's back in and, and I'm pushing it all back down again. Uh, perhaps another time. Um... Nope. It's gone. I've, I've shoved it down. It'll all come out in one explosion. You know how it works. Yes, that, that's that's fine. <laughs> he kind of like he brings himself to his feet, and his like, whole body feels like he, uh, it, it's all sore and everything from the constant muscle spasms of going through the uh, the experience of of that. <sighs> <laughs> and uh, Martin gives you kind of a worried look, and even. Even though you, he doesn't know exactly what's going on. It's all. It's almost like he. It's almost like they, kind of have an inkling, of what you're going through. And uh, Martin says, "Is uh, are you still okay to do this, or do you need some rest? Maybe do you need?" Well, I'm not really certain what it is that we're doing, but I'm not any less ready for whatever it is. So let's let's do this. Okay. So then Martine takes the rap helm, basically, and uh rap helm! <laughs> and places it on top of your head. <laughs> and it smushes your head and you your head squeezes like a cherry and you die. No. Ah um, yes freedom <laughs> no, I don't Pardon have to do. Face. No, I don't have to do all of these <laughs> death dreams. I'm Keep free. your gift of death. Yep. Keep it right. And so, basically, you are for a half a second. You are encased in darkness. Um, you hear a couple of steps, and you assume that Martine has backed away from you. Then, as Selenar, you see this, one of the other uh, wrapped, uh, one of his other wrapped compatriots moves up, and I want to say they're probably about, I don't know, 10, we- 10 feet away from each other, and you hear uh, Martine say a word, and all of a sudden, Cravoy, you are hit with a vision of a being in front of you. You can see the wrapped one of the uh, wrapped compatriots in front of you, but it's not like you're seeing it in real time, in real life. You're seeing it in colors. So at the moment, you are seeing green. It's an outline of green. Basically, their body is all green, almost like you're seeing like thermal a thermal scope or something like that. And the only things that you can see are, you know, little bits of red in different spots. So you can see, like, when this being is breathing, you can kind of notice the lungs. They get a little bit red, then they turn back to green. They get a little bit of red, turn back to green. You can make faint outlines of, like, you know, of all the body parts and stuff like that. But you can't make out, obviously, because they don't have any eyes, nose, mouth. You don't see any of that at the moment. 
you can see what where you would assume that their mouth is, and you can see a little bit of red there because of breathing. You can see a little bit maybe coming out of the nose just slightly. And Martine says, the purpose of these wraps is to anticipate movement, to anticipate intention. So if Tandem decides to strike and you see Tandem all of a sudden his arms are to to his sides and you see his fist ball up to his sides and you notice the red in his hands because he's putting pressure into his hands and then you see him turn to the turn to the side and you see him get a little bit of red in his hips because you can tell that his hips are ready to kind of explode and come at you and then you see all in one kind of fluid motion you kind of see his shoulders kind of uh, get red and you see his feet kind of start to get red and you notice that he is uh, getting ready to throw a punch at you and it's it's heading right for your face i let it hit me you let it hit you yep Hmm. interesting okay you are punched directly square in the nose but because of the wraps protecting your face it actually takes a brunt the a lot of the brunt of what's coming at you but that's not to say that you don't feel a good gush of blood coming out of your nose so if this wrap helmet probably wasn't on you you probably would have gotten your nose broken but because of this thing kind of softening the blow you still take a good brunt of the damage and you are because of your size tandem is a pretty big being but i'll just say it just knocks you back a couple of a couple of feet or whatever and Martin kind of reacts. Martin, you can hear Martin from the side, and he's kind of like, whoa, 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 whoa. He looks, you can't see him, Cravoy, but he talks your way and he goes, You were supposed to dodge that or block it. <laughs> oh, whole- was I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, that was fantastic. In tandem, you hit like a, like a truck if a truck was a thing, but <laughs> a big cart. You hit like a big cart. Yeah. I I was a couple of things. I was sort of curious to see what would happen if I was hit. And also, I wanted to make sure I could still feel. That was, uh, I'm sort of, uh, with all of this gift of death stuff, I just wanted to see what it was like to get hit in the face again. Okay. But it's but it was it was great. I, I saw it coming a mile away. If anything, I was so well prepared for it that, you know, it felt good, <laughs> and blood kind of like leaks up. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can kind of yeah, you can kind of see. Well, you can't uh, if you're don't try to spit it out because you're just spitting it against the helmet and just spitting it back. Oh no, he definitely doesn't. If to make it any, oh no, don't spit, don't spit it out inside the. So it's just dripping down the side of yeah, the, yeah, the helmet yeah. onto the ground. We and can like, all feel the wrap like roll yeah. its eyes. And like, like, yeah, and like and like <laughs> this and, guy. Yeah, and like. You, uh, with the helmet, you can see Tanum and you can, you can't tell per se too much, but you can hear him laugh and you can see a little bit of the red in his breathing because he just kind of like, I can't believe that just happened kind of thing. (laughs) 
<laughs> and uh, Martin kind of gives a very kind of like cautious look to Selenar because he knows that, you know, Selenar is not super trustworthy yet of what's going on here. So he, you can tell he just kind of gives a look like I, that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> he, he just like, you know, he has his, his arms sort of crossed and he's sort of holding his chin and he's just it's like yeah all right well you know <laughs> everything's fine <laughs> that's good it's fine <clears throat> I, I think so it works it works great uh we've got a thermal heat seeking i love it i, I enjoy it what uh what's the catch uh, can, can you make it work Cravoy? that's the question so was that not it working was it not by showing me what he was going to do before he did it, was that not it working? Martin says that 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 is one part of oh, many. But okay. what I but mostly what this exercise was trying to teach you is that the the raps are there to anticipate what is happening. And that's the first step. I wanted you to anticipate what was happening and I mean this didn't quite work out the way I wanted it to. I was hoping that you would, this would be this glorious moment that you see, that you read in books where, where you, you block it. And then you see that, Oh, there's so much possibility now. And yet you got punched right in the face. Well, here's what I'll say. I don't, I don't do many book book worthy things, but let me ask you this. Um, so supposing, Okay, never mind. I don't really have a good way to ask this question, but are you are you saying that this was supposed to react to what I was seeing? That's exactly what I'm saying. This okay. this part of the raps is part of you now, so now you can decide how you want to. You can use your body. You can use the raps. But you have to be all in. All right, look. I'm gonna do something. So, uh, okay. So, so he presented it to Cravoy in this helm shape form. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Cravoy takes a second when he says that, and he he kind of reaches up and scratches. It's like, and he's kind of feeling around, and he Cravoy wants to find a seam and start unwrapping it. Can he do that? Uh, okay. Uh, why don't you roll me a Arcana check with disadvantage. Gross. Well, wait a minute. What is you? What is your Arcana right now? I'd be rolling at a negative one. Okay. Yep. Nope. That's perfect. <laughs> perfect. Disadvantage. It is. <laughs> I like that. Didn't want it to be too good. Oh, negative. Roll it up. <laughs> All right. So disadvantage. Well, my lowest is a ten, so a nine. Ooh. All right. So you you find a seam and you go to pull it and you're just it's almost like you're almost it, you're almost shocked that you actually found something and yet you it still will not let you pull it at the moment. Okay, he Okay, so he, he puts his hand back down and then he and he and he says So you're saying that I I can make this my own? You can. But first, you have to... I'm it has to trust to me. Is that he, what's happening? Is, you have to trust it. And it has to trust you back. Oh, man. Okay. All right. I think I... Okay. This is great. Now, 
can I take it off? Or am I just, is this my, is this where I live now? Is this how I live now? <laughs> you, there's nothing stopping you from taking it off. Okay, Cravoy has some thoughts, but he's not going to verbalize them. He's going to wait and experiment on his own. Okay, so the... Unless you want me to tell you. <laughs> no. Okay, uh, no why don't here. you roll me a wisdom check? I would love to. I would love to roll this wisdom check for you. Okay. Um, well, hey, uh, it's a two, so plus one is a three. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're having a lot of fun. This one is going away. No kidding. Okay, so yeah, you almost think that there is some there's something in the meaning of what he's trying to tell you, but you can't quite grasp it. So, so what are we doing? Are you just are you just saying you're just you're done you're done with the? I'm not uh, going to do anything uh, in front of anybody right now. I'm just okay. gonna. I'll ju- I'll take it off and kind of hold it, and I'll be inspecting it while Selenar is doing his thing. Okay. Is that is that cool? Do that I is to, cool. Do I need to roll some sort of you intellect based negative one check with <laughs> disadvantage not. to take yeah. it off my face? You yeah, it's it's like a cat in a <laughs> in a vase. You'll it's never you never get it out. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. a face hugger. I get exactly. it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He 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 didn't get the right dimensions, so just <laughs> yeah. like it's on for good now. No, you take right. it off easily and. Uh, do you give it back to Martine? Do you hold it up to Selenar to try it or what? He Well, he totally thinks that this is his now. So he just takes it off and is just a, takes a step back and inspects it. Okay. So I think for Cravoy, completely missed if this was supposed to now go on to Selenar. He yeah. thought maybe like this was his and Selenar would get his. So own. basically, basically Martine goes, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Cravoy, but that, that is... And he points to the um, to the human male that's uh, sitting off to the side, and he says, "That is that is Natir's oh! straps. That is I, I I use I use this as a teaching tool, not to. Unfortunately, this is not a gift. Oh, I I totally. I'm, oh, I knew that absolutely. <laughs> I was just here, and he very embarrassingly walks it and hands it to whoever the fuck." He just kind of he's like looking. Somebody take like somebody take this for me. And he, my he, embarrassment can end. Yeah, and he he tries to stop you, you know. And he's like he's like, Selenar, would you would you like for me to teach you the ways? Do would you like to learn more here? Seems like Kravoy has ended his training early, but I <laughs> again I will not force anyone to. See, I thought you know, it. Uh, never mind. It's fine. And he and he and he pushes it away. Go away. Take it. You go do. And he gives it to Selenar. He gives it to whoever will take it. Selenar takes. He, he, you just hold that. He's gonna like take it. Kind of thank you. Good. And her voice head goes down. He backs um, up. And actually, Martine actually takes a takes a handkerchief out of his back pocket. And he goes. Oh, I, I apologize. I must, I must first. And he goes and he uh, actually he throws it to, to to Tandem. He says, "Would you please?" And he uh, Tandem uses one of his wraps and he takes the takes the uh, handkerchief and it, the wrap goes down to the water, splashes a little water on it, and gives it back to Martine, and Martine goes to like clean the inside of the helmet because there's blood all in it. <laughs> Oh. Kind of... <laughs> yeah. So Gravoy for like a second is like, I don't know if I should be insulted. Oh, right, because of the blood. Okay. <laughs> and then it's like his shoulders slump even lower and he's just hitting <laughs> So when when he hands it back then, um 
Zelnar just says, uh, how I, I assume that, that these help uh, with the crew shortage problem in maintaining the ship. Uh, how long is our journey going to be? Martine kind of shakes his head a little bit and looks to the ground. He it looks to the uh, deck and he says, I am, I am sorry that it is going to, it is going to be quite a while, many moons. Uh, yes. Then, then perhaps it is best that we learn to use the wraps. It will make our job of helping easier then. And he kind of nods to you and he says, I, I hope so. I hope so. Okay. So do you put it on then? He like, he gives it like a once over, like he holds it out and sort of like looks at it, looks inside of it or whatever and kind of shrugs and nice. Okay. Pops it on his head. So you basically get the, you get the same, you basically kind of the same thing. Tandem sets up in front of you. You kind of notice like what's kind of going on. Uh, you realize that Tandem, instead of standing the same way that he did kind of when he was doing it with Cravoy, he kind of stands parallel with you, but then slightly turns a little bit, pulls up his arms and his fists are in, in kind of uh, up to his chest. And you can see a little bit of red there, but not too much red. And as um, his body reacts, you know, you notice some red in his arms. You notice some uh, red in his uh, hips. You see some red in his knees and you see some red in, in his feet. And then all at once you see that Tandem does almost kind of like a roundhouse kick. Ooh. And you realize that this foot is coming around to strike you in the side of the face, the right side of the face. So he, you know, having listened to uh, Martin sort of explain what the scenario is supposed <laughs> to be, like he's, you know, standing loose or whatever, you know, just like sort of in a ready stance. So when he sees the red, he's not quite sure how to interpret it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I guess like it probably means motion. Like he, um, you know, can identify the joints, right? So like obviously something's happening. So when he starts to move, I think he sort of steps back and like holds his, his arms out to like catch the kick, not catch it, but like block the kick. Yeah, for sure. So why don't you roll a, um, uh, let's do athletics with advantage. All right. Athletics is not great, but that's okay. Fine, whatever. Uh, 15. That's with advantage. Yeah. I, I have zero in strength. <laughs> okay. No, that's fine. So you you go to uh, block this kick, and it's almost a perfect block. It it you can tell that when Tandem does it, he puts a lot of force into it. But with your with your sensing of his motion from the helm and through your your you've had training too. You've been you know you've been an adventurer forever. You instead of like completely blocking it, you almost like glance it and like make him kind of spin. So he almost does like a whirling dervish kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, you hear one of the voices of the other, uh, one of the other compatriots or whatever. And you hear her go, ha ha, you know, that kind of thing. Like, <laughs> you know, and you hear, you know, a bunch of murmurs and stuff like that, you know, and you hear Martine off to the side go, well done, my friend. This is a first that 
one of our crew members uh, was able to block on the first try. Congratulations. Kerboy's head just falls just lower, even lower. Selenar, you know, kind of grins to himself and he says, I guess you can teach an old dog a new trick. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and you, uh, I'm going to say that you, as you say that, you turn your head to Martine, even in this helmet. And you, I'm going to say you can't really, you can't really tell what's going on again because of the, the kind of, uh, the colors and stuff like that. But then you see like the colors of his hand as he kind of comes to you and pats you on the shoulder kind of thing. And you can, (laughs) you can tell that, you know, like he's very impressed with the fact that you even said that. So he's really excited that you said it. Do, do I get the, the feeling or the sense of, you know, so like being, you know, an adventurer, right? So like he's he's sort of prepared whatever like what you were saying, but but do I get a sense of like the raps helped to do that? Like they like the raps themselves intuited what I was trying to do and sort of put their own kind of effort into it. Do I get any sort of feeling of Yeah, let's I'll I'll have you roll a wisdom check with advantage there. I know we're doing a lot of rolling, which I dig right now, because it's it's about fun stuff here but wisdom check is gonna be 13 okay uh so you realize that the obviously with the senses of of where these where where these points of heat and pressure are obviously like really helping you to hone in on how to you know block and maneuver but you also think to the back of your head that Okay, so we talked. So you guys have you've talked about using the wraps to help defend. So now you're thinking to yourself, "Can I make them do the work?" Yeah, which is what, kind of what he was along the lines of what he was thinking. Then that you know the the crew would be extremely tired to have to like rig a you know a two or a three masted ship with four people. So that the that the wraps sort of take the brunt of that physical labor, yeah, yeah. And that they're able to sort of like float around and do the things that need to be done, yeah. So so then Martin goes, well, the next step would be in this, if you are willing, for you to command these. God, I'm trying to think of like a better word than wraps. So, but. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, f- or for a better way of this armor to do the work for you. Are you willing to take that challenge? Uh, we've come this far. Why not a little further? And nice. like he holds out a hand and thinks like, you know, extend or whatever. <laughs> see if the raps like do anything. Extendo. <laughs> okay. So you're trying to do something right away. Right, because he saw the guy dip the the thing in the water, right? So, like, he knows that they can sort of move around. He doesn't know how to do it, so he's just, like, thinking, you know, sort of outward. Yeah. Well, how about this, then? Because, again, this is magic. I think we're going to have to do our our arcana, and I know you're not good at it, but uh, because of 
doing good at the on the first challenge. Why don't we have you roll an Arcana with advantage this time and see if it works? All right. Uh, seventeen. Ooh. Okay. So you, what are you trying to do with it? Just have Make it go it out do to go anything. Go out yeah. to the side and wiggle <laughs> a little bit and. Yeah, so like if he stepped away, like he holds his hand out and like he's thinking like, you know, extend or like move or wiggle or whatever. So he's just doing to like send it out to sort of like wrap around Martin's shoulder like, hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because that's exactly what I was thinking before yeah. you said that. So you say extend and... You have this little, a little bit of feeling like something is happening, but it doesn't quite happen at the moment. And then you, 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 you say, well, maybe I'll try to extend. And you see from the right side of your face, kind of this little outline of a wiggle. It almost looks like a snake just kind of come out in front of you. And when you see the wrap come out in front of you, when you see, the beings that you're trying to fight, it's all greens and reds and maybe some yellows. This wrap, when you see it, it has, it looks obsidian in color, but also it's interesting to see because you're seeing dark and behind it. So it's, it's weird, but you also see a little bit of like a silverish outline around it. So you can tell that it's actually working for you and that it's there, but it's mostly black with a little bit of an outline of light. It's like a dark saber. Exactly. <laughs> and it goes around too many Mandalorian things. So then it goes it goes around Martin's shoulder and it actually pats him a little bit. <laughs> and and you uh you see when he when you see Martin's body, you see his you can see his head turn. And you can and you can see like hot breath, like like excitement, like holy shit, he just he's did it, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I imagine like I see the red in the neck as the neck turn sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and uh, then, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, just Selenor kind of laughs a little bit. He's like, because <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know, like, he had no idea that that would actually work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like one of those things where it's like, okay, it's working for everyone else well. And then as you laugh, you kind of almost break your concentration and you watch it just kind of fall to the deck. Mm-hmm. And it slowly retracts back to where it's at. Do I feel anything? Like I know you, you did say that like I, I sort of felt something when it sort of extended, right? Yeah, you can you can tell that it, your like communication. Yeah, your communication between you and it is cohesive. It's it's a small cohesion, but you can tell that you are having this conversation almost through magic, and it's doing what you want, and it's it's not like. It's not like you're talking to an animal or you're talking to a human being or you're talking to an orc or whatever, but you can tell you are doing some kind of, it's like when you're on a computer and you're telling it what to do through communication that way, it's almost like that communication there, except for you're using it with your mind. So it doesn't feel like it has any sort of sentience then? Not per se. Not necessarily. You know, you might feel like there's an inkling of life there, but nothing that could be a 
it's more of a call a call and response between you to it, not it back to you. Okay. That that sets them at ease a little bit then. Okay. And then it just wraps around your throat and chokes you to death now. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've had fun in games. Now you would die. No. Yeah. So then, you know, you can, again, you hear murmurs in the background of the other, the other crewmates and they're just, you know, kind of tittering like, oh my, you know, I can't believe this happened. You know, that kind of thing. And Martine kind of giggles a little bit and then says, well, Salonar, I, I don't like to, I, I am not one who likes to lose momentum. There is a extra step in this training that might, if you could call to it, then you will be two or three steps ahead of my crew. So you just hear like a muffled, what, what, what do you mean call to it? <laughs> so... <laughs> Martine says, now, I have told you that these raps, they have magical capabilities. Um, one of the advantages of using these these raps is to dispel something magical trying to harm it or its host. Well, I don't want to call it its host because then it makes me it makes it sound like you've been taken over by it. Yeah, it makes it sound like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shoot, did I say that? <laughs> they basically are like its owner. I, I am willing to try. <laughs> okay, okay. So you, same thing. You stand the same spot you're standing. So for this time, you watched Tandem back up and you see the male the male crewman walk up and you notice motion in his body so you see him his so his feet basically go completely together and his knees kind of bow out kind of in a diamond shape and then you see his arms you can see his arms go out to either side and then they come back into almost an overlapping where the, where the hands overlap. And then you, you can see some red that forms into where his, where his mouth may be. And also you see a lot of colors into where his hands are. So you'll see a lot of purples. You see a lot of pinks. You see a lot of oranges. Just a bunch of different kinds of colors. And then you hear, or and then you see his hands turn 90 degrees basically and push out towards you and you see what looks to be like a bright almost like tealish cloud of a like haunting skull coming at your face um i, I kind of want to matrix it and just like have the rabs take me away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice well, Could I do that? Like fucking lean back, hand on the on the fucking deck, like yeah. an acrobatics check. Yeah, I think you could. Let's do it. I'm gonna have you roll with advantage since you did so well on the last one. Uh, that is going to be a twenty-four, sir. Okay, so I want you to describe to me how this looks. So 
you know, when he says, do you want to try it? And he's like, sure. So he kind of like, again, sort of takes a loose posture. Like he's just sort of ready. And he's thinking, all right, well, I got to like, you know, kind of call out to it. So he rolls his shoulders and he kind of like, is just sort of standing there almost like, almost like entering a meditation, but not because he's not like going to close his eyes because he don't know what's going to happen. But it's like sort of that posture. And then he's, you know, he's watching the guy and he's trying to like interpret like what colors mean and like, you know, what's this guy doing? And he's doing stuff with his hands. So like, maybe that's for like, maybe he's like doing some sort of kata or something, you know, Ooh. like he's, I'm sure he's adventured with a monk or something before. So he's like, I don't know. All right, whatever. And then all of a sudden he thrusts his hands out and he's like, uh, oh, <laughs> so he just kind of like throws himself back. And like his like one finger touches the deck, and then like as the thing, as the as this sort of skull clad kind of comes past him, he like flips the rest of the way over with the aid of the of the wrap, like it sort of rolls him over, and then he just kind of stands up and sort of like looks around, like looks around. I just can't see anything, but you know, like sort of instinctively, kind of like looks around, like fuck. <laughs> 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 yeah so basically what happens is you do that whole matrix thing where you're like back bending how it shouldn't kind of bend kind of thing and Cravoy sees the wraps burst out of his head so like and w- without looking like the wraps that are attached to his head are showing his face it just they just burst out of his out of his head and go bunch of different directions so as he's leaning back these wraps kind of make almost what looks like a almost like a makeshift table that looks like it's at a weird slant that's kind of holding its body and as he's going back it 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 moves with him so the table looks like it's you know in one angle and then it kind of goes flat and then it goes at a different angle going like over and it kind of flips his body and as his body's flipping his legs go out to the sides as he's as these wraps are helping him and a couple of more wraps hang out or go forward and grab whatever cloud uh, this is of it and smother it. And it poofs out of existence. And then he kind of goes back to get his feet and is back in fun in, in a fire's position. And the spell is dispelled. Damn. Did, did you see that? <laughs> what? Did, did you see that? What? <laughs> you, you you can't hear me? No, I, uh, wait. Are you talking to me? me <laughs> shit. Are you talking to me? You, everybody, but but yeah, you too. And Croy just looks at my TV and says, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> So every you know everybody just starts kind of laughing because they're just like <laughs> like every of course everybody saw it you know that kind of thing and you know it they can't tell if Curvoy's actually like joking or not if you can hear him because everyone else can hear him but whatever but you know he's still Curvoy laughs along with them hoping they don't un- they don't know that he doesn't know what they're laughing at <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Sonar uh, you uh, the um, makeshift helmet is taking off is taken off of you by Martine and everyone else 
joins you and just kind of is like, oh my God, we just did it. And that kind of thing, you know, and kind of claps your back without, and kind of, and, you know, and they clap Cravoy's back too without trying to touch his hands or any part of his skin. Oh, just I don't want... kind of, yep, no. Hey, <laughs> you know, I'll get it. But this is Selenar. He's the, he's the absolute, he's an absolute boss at this. Oh, and, and Cravoy, Selenar can see that is like genuinely like, not, it's not not envious, uh, uh, admir- ad- admiring the ease of which that that came to him and like sort of like it's like yeah, ins- inspirational, inspiring. Nice, nice. I, l- I like that. I like the inspiring thing. So I've I've heard about this in other campaigns and stuff like that. And I think I want to actually do this because I feel like I feel like curvoy has been having a good story, but I feel like he needs a little bit more of a lucky push. So I'm going to actually, uh, I'm actually going to say that, that Cravoy has a, a, I don't want to call it point, but like a moment of inspiration. So I want you to write that down that you have one inspiration and I'm going to have, Oh, you... we're doing inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just clicked it. <laughs> nice. So yeah, you can use that at any point that you feel like you actually really need it. I so yeah, everyone, it. yeah, everyone's oh, no. just. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> Please, <laughs> I need the inspiration. Cravoy, yeah. you sh- you should try it again. You 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 need to settle into it and 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 be one with it. And he kind of like does like the fucking zen <laughs> thing in front of his face. I I feel like I get what you're saying. It's it it makes perfect sense. But I, I, do, I honestly, I honestly do not think that I am in a very good mental head state for what this requires. I, he kind of, kind of like shakes his, his head, loses his head. He says, "I, I, uh, I, I don't know if I'm gonna. I don't know if I feel great about trying that again right now. I think this is not my thing right now, and." Um, I uh, I would just prefer to maybe observe more of you doing it in hopes to maybe have it click. But I just I don't think this is something I'm going to get right away. I I, I understand I understand I understand your concerns and like he looks down at your hands as you're kind of like moving your hands around and he says um, per- perhaps a, a pair of gloves would would help. Oh, so I'm like rogue now? Is that what this is? Nope, that was. I, <laughs> I, I thought I thought you were a paladin. <laughs> yes, a vengeance paladin. I get really angry and upset. I bet. Yes. Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to see. I'd rather. I would rather stay away from the physical touch, but perhaps a very thick pair of meaty leather gloves would be very, Would be a good idea. Some nice sheepskin, perhaps. Sheepskin might be a little too. I think I might need like bull skin. You know, like just get a bull and just skin it, and then just wrap all of it around my hands. Is that how so, that works? Cecilinar so just kind of like looks around at the obvious lack of either ship, <laughs> either sheep or bulls on the deck. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no bulls or sheep, so I guess I'm just sheep. Thought of, I'm gonna cut the cord on that one right there. Never mind. Let's let's go. <laughs> uh, Mar- Martin kind of uh, clears his. Martin clears their throat and they say, 
maybe that is something we can pure maybe you, that is something we can pure cure is that that the fucking word pure i can cure pure cure procure i think i said it right the first time but Evan, you never know Evan, yes procure we're, we're um, gonna we might get you some stuff no um we'll get you some bull make some bull skin martin says uh we are we are actually uh, scheduled to dock in the next port uh, tomorrow, early tomorrow morning. So we should be able to get you some provisions, get us some, some more provisions for food and for anything that we may be able to find for you that you may want. Uh, weapons and armor would be high on the list, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kruvoi looks down at their naked bodies still, probably, right? <laughs> no, you, you don't have naked bodies. You, you've got some sleepwear, basically. At their, at their pajamas, at their Scrooge-esque night, <laughs> night body shirts. Uh, potato sacks. <laughs> potato sacks. Right. But they're clean. They're clean potato sacks. Washed nicely clean. by these, oh, by, by these uh, necrotic wraps. Necrotic wraps. Yeah, I think Kruvoi probably just nods... Uh, yeah, and he's uh he's still a little shaken, but he's he's he nods like yeah, clothes and we- armor weapons, all that. Martin kind of looks to Selenar and says, "We are we don't have an abundance of wealth, but I could see to making a set of your own wraps for you if you are willing." What would it entail? So are you asking how they would be made? Are you asking what price do they come at? What's your... (laughs) It it sounds like that might be one and the same. Damn it. Why did I say that? I should have just said one thing and been done with it. Is it, it, you know, in a medicine, is there a weird ritual where like I have to fucking, you know, give them a gallon of blood? Is it... Um, it's more like skin from your own body. Yeah, like selling your soul. Like, like what? What does that? What does that mean? You yeah. know, like expansively. What? What? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. So basically, it takes Martine a little bit to kind of form the words that they want to say. So they search and they try to find the right thing to say. So Martine says, "So, so yes, it would. It would take a little bit of your essence." but not in a way to harm you or use it against you for it, for you to be fully bound to these wraps. And I know that this, this exercise seems like, Oh, I could just, I would put them on and they would talk. I would talk to them and they will do what I want them to do. But for a full body of these wraps. I would need just a drop of your blood and the promise. And you can hear them audibly sigh. You can hear them audibly sigh. And they say to never use these wraps for harm for honest to goodness harm, not just what you've seen here when poor Cravoy was, you know, was 
punched savage <laughs> was you know punched in the face but to use it for evil means for vicious means towards the others yeah Selenar kind of like rubs his face you know he's kind of like mulling it over he says uh perhaps it is something that we may consider i cannot say that the wraps would not be used towards violent ends if that were what was required considering that we are attempting to fight gods now now when he, when so you must have misconstrued what martin said so basically he's saying don't, don't be evil don't do no don't do it to them Oh, don't do it to to them. Oh, yes. okay. So if you if you do it to anyone else, hey, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Don't. This is obviously with the bonding of the raps to these other crewmates and how he leads them. You can tell that they are, you know, like a tight knit group or whatever you want to call it. He doesn't want any harm to they. They don't want any harm to come to that. To them, to their crew, yeah, 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 their crew, yep. Oh, uh, yes, I, uh, I misconstrued. Uh, of course, you have been generous with us. I would see no harm come to you that I could prevent. So then, uh, Martine kind of shakes their head, and they say, "If we decide to truly do this, and I can find." the necessary materials to make this so it will take time. So before we add your blood to the ritual, I will revisit our conversation here and you can make your decision then. Yes. I wish to spend some time in meditation. And uh, they incline their head and they say, I would not want it otherwise. And now I must pee. Discuss. Oh, shit. I was going to say something to him. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Never get in the way of Martine and his bio breaks. <laughs> so so I, I guess if he sort of like steps away, you know, I'm, I'll move in closer to Cravoy. Ah! <laughs> Um, how do you perceive this? Um, it could be a useful tool, but to what end ultimately? I, um, I didn't feel right. I didn't feel comfortable saying this in front of, uh, Martine and, uh, all of them, but so, and I do not want to wear this thing. I I don't think I'm going to be able to wear it on my head. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel good. Uh, to be honest, I was so embarrassed that I totally misread that situation. But I really sort of felt like there might have been an opportunity for me to uh, sort of uh, bond is probably the wrong word. But based on how they were talking about this thing, it seems like a symbiotic type thing. And I really kind of like that idea. But I... More sort as like, hey, yeah, an extension of um, a, an extension of myself and what I 
sort of hold to be uh, ultimately is what I'm capable of physically and using using a, a whip as a, my main sort of tool. I've I made I've made all of my weapons, all of the things that I've used since I was a boy, and I suppose maybe I got ahead of myself thinking that I could turn these wraps into like gauntlety things instead of like armor for the head, armor for the hands. I don't think any of this makes sense anymore, uh, seeing how. Uh, you were able to interact with it <clears throat> and also sort of how they all seem to revere it as like a helmet. So me misreading all of this feels shitty. And also I don't like seeing people who people I've met care about die so horrifically when skin, when I touch skin and he kind of makes a face like he doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm rambling. <laughs> uh, I, I, I believe you are discussing two separate issues. Um, death has provided you a gift. <laughs> yeah. If, if we should call it that. Uh, more like a curse. Uh, hopefully gloves will help with inadvertent contact. And could you imagine if these things could be a glove? That would solve two problems. Or, I mean, you know, I don't know if, like, I don't even know if they would want to be. I mean, did it feel sentient? Because that was sort of what I was. It it didn't. It was it was odd. You could feel something, but it was it was more in that I could communicate to it but there was no return uh, it, it didn't seem to have any uh, presence that that came back to uh, me but well, but it was odd i feel like it knew i wanted to wrap it around my hand instead and then it would sort of like fought against that and because i don't really know the nature of it i felt ashamed like i was forcing it to be or do something that it didn't want to do or be. Yeah, so I regretted even trying. So yeah, I don't feel great about any of this. Ah, but, there's no regret in trying something new. But uh, if it has like, remember? If it has sentience in any way, that was like me saying, oh, you're a helmet. Let me rip you apart and tie you around my hand. Like, I think it knew. But again, you're right. I'm probably taking it too far. I believe it is up to you. If you do not wish to uh, attempt to wear the wraps, I'd don't think anyone would think ill of it. I don't think uh, I don't think I'd feel comfortable wearing it in my head. Then the matter is over. And I and I can feel. Do you think that they'll be insulted? Do you think they'll be insulted? No, I I don't believe so. All right, all right. If you I just tell them you are uncomfortable, then that will be the end of the matter. Can I tell you I have not felt this unsure about how I feel in a very 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 long time. He, he like starts to reach out a so yeah <laughs> and then like pulls it back you like start to like pull yeah, away like, and I, he like pulls it back i just don't want to see any more of your friends die all right like god forbid i see like a loved one like a, like a beyond love i can't i take all of the emotion it's all in here you know but i push it down 
and there it will stay until I need it, you know? Yes, yes. And he kind of like, he doesn't know what to do with his hands now, so he kind of like puts them down. <laughs> sit on him, sides. sit on him, sit on him. <laughs> uh, th- this is something that we are going to have to deal with, I think, before we address the situation. Yeah. <sighs> the end of this trip. I mean, I feel I. It's going to be all right. I just need to. I just need to wrap my head around the whole death death gift thing, and then sort of see where I'm at with this uh, with these wraps, which I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, I'm. As I just like going back and forth. I was like, yeah, I'm kind of all over the place right now. But it's all right. We'll get there. We'll get there. Do, do you feel any connection to? To death, to to not not to the prospect of death, but the creature, the 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 god goddess, the being that well, is representative saw, of. We sort of saw them die, right? Do you think that perhaps she has squirreled a little piece of herself away in you? That's gross, Selenar. But yes. No, there's no, there's no way. That would be cruel of death. Because also, no instruction manual. Just kind of like, hey, touch someone and feel all of their heartbreak and pain from a previous loss. Curvoy, roll me a wisdom check with advantage. I believe in you. Cravoy collapses emotionally. Somebody <laughs> believes in me! With, so just wisdom, straight up whiz. Hey, uh, a 20, so a 21. Hey, nice! I'm gonna, yeah, that's a good, we're going to hold on to that die for a little bit. Okay. Who's that a crit? Well, it's a skills. I mean, it's not like a... That only works for attacks, right? Like, auto, yeah. 20 is a 20. Yeah. Anytime you roll a 20... Or a okay. one, I will g- take away or give you more. So at the you end, rip death right out of your chest and <laughs> yeah. throw her in the water. <laughs> yeah, you as as Selenar tells you this or suggests that maybe he that maybe that death took a small piece of her and put it in you. Your mind explodes. Your oh. mind fades to black. Perfect. Yep. Hey. <laughs> and <laughs> oh no, I broke him. <laughs> he just, here, I was his eyes are just completely filled with black, <laughs> and he's just just a big yep. tree now that just stands just a there. Tree man. Yep. And you are taken back to when, just after you were teleported out of hell, to this negative zone or whatever and talking to death you kind of relive all of what happened you relive the fact that you know death says that they also are the daughter of asmodeus brother to or uh, sister to Roctamon. you hear her say that she abused her power and that they are now coming for her. You see a being of immeasurable volume and twisted features 
as they are about to as they're about to delete her from existence. And you remember that she had actually slipped behind you two and she had put a hand on you, Kervoy, and you had felt something like something had happened. Something had passed between her and you and you come back to your moment with you talking to Selenar. Yes. His eyes cleared up and he just, he gets eye contact with Selenar. He goes, Oh, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 he just sort of like raises an eyebrow and kind of cocks his head. It's like that's exactly what that bitch did. <laughs> She's oh, she touched me. Remember that oh god, it's all happening again. Ah, oh, she's not a bitch. That was stupid of me to say. I bet you, I bet you it's like a ah. Oh, I'm not smart enough to figure this out. I feel like maybe it's like a she was like giving like a one final F you to dad, you know, like pass on the gift to some idiot, you know, some mortal idiot so that he couldn't control it. Do you feel like you could make contact? Do you think? Do, Do you feel her its presence at all? When I'm experiencing, uh, the pasts of those that I have touched. Yeah. I mean, insofar as Kavoy would not say insofar. So, <laughs> uh, uh, I suppose what I imagine it would be now that I'm thinking about it in this new, like sort of like frame of it's from death herself, perhaps, but I don't know. Maybe. Maybe if we have some quiet time, we should try and meditate to see if you can reach out and see if the the presence is there and you can contact it to see what we can do, what what we can do for you. I mean, she's hiding. I feel like maybe that's a logical, very a good idea, logical step at this point, because I can't just keep going through the rest of my life avoiding physical contact. Not that there was an abundance of physical contact to begin with, but just like the, the risk of accidentally doing that. I mean, I don't Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Um, maybe light a candle. Candles work. Is that good? Yes, we can. Okay. Well, on the ship, it might not be the best, but right, all oh, the wood. Yeah, yep, that wouldn't be safe. Hmm. 